This is Paired with Politics with Nick and Logan. This week we're going to be talking about Russia, everyone's favorite American country. This week we're going to be pairing our discussion with Russian standard vodka, some pickles, and in between shots we're going to be sipping on everybody's favorite dirty martinis. Mine's a little weird dirty. I ended up putting uh, pickle juice to make mine, and uh, Nick has a standard dirty martini. So we're going to see how that goes tonight. All right, so to get this conversation started, um, I wanted to start with the recent um, hearing on Russia's involvement with the 2016 election, and it had the director of the FBI and the director of NSA speaking to Congress about uh, Russian involvement in the U.S. So um, I wanted to start out with a little clip to kind of set the stage. Here we go. So thanks to the modern uh, technology that's in front of me right here, I've got a tweet from the president an hour ago saying the NSA and FBI tell Congress that Russia did not influence the electoral process. So that's not quite accurate, that tweet. I'm sorry, I haven't been following anybody on Twitter while I've been sitting here. Uh, I can read it to you. It says the NSA and FBI tell Congress that Russia did not influence electoral the electoral process. This tweet has gone out to millions of Americans, 16.1 million to be exact. Is the tweet, as I read it to you, the NSA and FBI tell Congress that Russia did not influence the electoral process, is that accurate? Well, it's hard for me to react to that. Let me just tell you what we understand the the, uh, state of uh, what we've said is. We've offered no opinion, have no view, have no information on potential impact because it's never something that we looked at. Okay, so it's not too far of a logical leap to conclude that, you're, that the, the, the assertion that you have told the Congress that there was no influence on the electoral process is not quite right. Right, it, wasn't, it certainly wasn't our intention to say that today because we don't have any information on that subject. And that's not something that was looked at. Right. All right, so that was um, Connecticut 4th District Democrat Jim Haynes asking Director Comey, about a Trump tweet. So I wanted to just kind of start there, and um, I felt like it really summed up the whole hearing as I was listening to it yesterday. There was a lot of, um, I can't answer that, or this isn't the right venue to have Mm -hmm. this discussion. But also, when there were direct questions that are pretty easy to answer, there was a lot of kind of like finagling and beating around the bush and everything. So I thought that was interesting just as like, the American public being really concerned about ties with Russia and interested enough to listen to a hearing being kind of disappointed and leaving the stage like, okay, what was, what did I learn from this? What'd you feel from that uh, particular clip? (laughs) It's just crazy that we've got congressmen asking, um, asking the heads of the FBI and the NSA to live fact checked the president of the United States his Twitter, not even just, not even like recorded statements from speeches or from press conferences, but a tweet he said in the middle of a hearing. Live tweeting. Live like, tweeting. Live tweeting. And this was from the at POTUS account. Sure, yeah, yeah. This. It wasn't um, like real Donald Trump, his original kind of Twitter. It was through the official POTUS Twitter that he, he stated that. So, I mean, that kind of leads into a dis- discussion about like what is um, considered official statements by the White House, and what 
what we consider trustworthy at this point. I, I mean, that's what this whole hearing was about, right? What's trustworthy? What's true? What's false? But um, that kind of summed it up for me. Just like, wow. If you told me about this scenario two years ago, I'd be laughing about a congressman reading a, a tweet on the floor of Congress to the FBI director. But now it actually seems like a reasonable thing to have done. In a way, right? It yeah. got it on the record. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that it's really that big of a deal, though. This is just our new reality. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, and just grounded in what you were saying earlier, the fact that every you know major thing was kind of, oh, I can't discuss that. This isn't a, set, this isn't a closed forum. I mean, the major reveals that, you know, they did actually talk about, which is, I think, more important than, you know, fact-checking Donald Trump while he's tweeting or whoever his handler is tweeting, mm -hmm. is the fact that they did confirm that they're investigating ties between Russia and the Trump campaign. That's an incredible bombshell. Yeah, um, they also confirmed that the Russians tried to get voting records at the state and local levels that they also did hack Republicans, but did not release the information that they hacked. I mean, that's a huge deal to get that totally confirmed because that was something that was going around. And yeah. I mean, that to me, that's, that's proof that the Russians were after Hillary and not after Trump, right? That alone. And, and actually, Comey and uh, Roger state that a few times throughout their, their testimony that Russia had a clear preference for Trump over Hillary. Right. And then, you know, there's also what, for me, one of the biggest reveals of the hearing, I mean, it's, at this point, it's not a surprise that Russia had it in the bag for Trump. It's that you know, um, one of the congressmen asked, do you think they're satisfied with their work? Will they come back at us? And they said, well, they've been doing this for decades, you know, and they finally have sown confusion and mistrust and put this giant cloud over American democracy. Of course they're satisfied. Of course they're going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so even if Hillary had won with the hacks and the leaks to, or the leaks to WikiLeaks, I think we'd still be in a safe situation. Maybe even worse. I mean, I don't know. We'll, That's true. We'll never know because until we can see how entangled the Trump administration is in terms of their finances from tax releases. The breadcrumb trail seems so obvious. It's just we need the, you know, bulk the shit to back up the claims. Right. And so um, I was actually thinking about how obvious the breadcrumb trail seems, but it did seem like, like one interesting part about the testimony yesterday was a Republican, I believe from Ohio, was talking about how he kept hearing all these these things in New York Times and Washington Post uh, being completely wrong. And, and he actually um, got Comey to say, like they discussed what is a federal crime, basically, is, is somebody who has um, important information talking, uh, t lying to a reporter, is that a crime? So they have the information, they lie to the reporter, is that a crime? And uh, Comey said, no, that's not a crime. And then the uh, congressman also said, yeah, I agree, that's not a crime. So that is two high up officials almost uh, allowing, I, that, that's not the right word, but like endorsing people with important information to lie to reporters be or just saying that it's not a crime. Like, yeah, I don't they, see anything wrong with that. 
Well, yeah, but what I'm that's, saying I is I mean, that, it's just not a crime. That's, right. That's but that, not... that's what's gotten us here in a lot of ways is it's hard to tell what's true and what's false. And when we have our federal officials saying, yeah, don't don't tell the reporters the truth or... or well, you get, I think you're pulling that bit out of the context. The context was the Republican trying to do a gotcha and saying... They yeah, were trying no, to. Course. They were trying to have the director of the FBI confirm that everything that's coming out of the Washington Post and New York Times is a lie. Yeah, but then that was Comey, the context. I mean, it's yeah. a little bit different than you know people just agree. You can say whatever you want; it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah, but I guess my feeling about this, it's continuing to weaken the credibility of news sources. I mean. That seems to be the Republican MO. (laughs) No, no, I mean, it seems to be the Republican MO right now because the news is the only thing that's checking them and kind of being their adversary at this point saying, hey, okay, look, like, there might be credible Russian ties going on in, in the Trump administration, and this is worth looking into, and they want to attack that at any chance they can because it reduces their ability to make laws and do what they want to do, do tax reform, pass their uh, ACA repeal, all that kind of stuff. So they want to quash it, but that's one of the most important elements of democracy is having a credible... Or having... Yeah, I mean, mean, I, I understand, but I'm just saying, what are they deteriorating it from? The trust... We talked about this a couple weeks ago, the trust in the news... It's not like it was 110% trust until the Russian investigation. I mean, it might have been... I mean, this, this isn't... This well, is just the culmin- the, what, but, We're at the okay, culmination sorry, of so. years-long campaign to erode trust in the media. The sad thing is, you know, no matter what this investigation ultimately leads to, it's going to be years and years and years before there are charges brought, before there's any at least on the FBI or any other investigation, investigative source. I mean, they said they started last July. It's, that doesn't mean, oh, we're almost 10 months out. We should be done soon. That's probably just the very, very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it is something major, they're going to want to make sure they do it right. And Comey said he's going to finish his term, which is like way past the 2020 election anyway. Mm-hmm. So who knows? He can maybe throw another election for another president. Seems to be what he's working up to. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've heard some interesting stuff about this. Like, we were listening to the Politico podcast a a week or so ago, and one of the reporters was talking about how they've been digging and digging into Russia, and they've been really wanting to find that kind of, like, piece of gold proof that... uh, that there was collusion between the Trump administration and uh, Russia, and he just hasn't found it yet and doesn't know if he will. Um, so I'm after and after after listening to him, after reading and after watching um, the hearing, I was kind of wondering if maybe what happened there was not so much collusion, but um, possibly they're just all dupes. Yeah, I mean, dupes, being being duped. So and what's worse, is, right? And. <laughs> It might be even worse to have a dupe in office, right? Like I well, not and this, I, is, I feel like this that's is something what, that yeah. everything gets. We want to tie everything to Donald Trump and like hang around his neck, but that might not necessarily be the case. You know, if there was we we talked about this. You know, if um, Sergey Kislyak, the Russian ambassador, who's kind of 
one of the main centerpieces on all these Trump officials falling. So Flynn, um, his son-in-law, it's just, it's coming out. Um, well, one, it's assumed that he might be one of, uh, Moscow's most brilliant spies. And if, yeah, yeah. Um, and not Jared Kushner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, if he is such a brilliant spy, he's, he knows that he doesn't need to do anything bad with uh, Flynn. He just needs to have the appearance of doing something bad. Right. And that's actually one of the yeah. things that um, a lot of the congressmen got into in the hearings yesterday was asking, so what does it take to actually start an investigation? And um, neither Rogers nor Comey could be specific about it, but they were like, does taking a picture with a foreign diplomat, is that enough to start? You know, uh, well, it's, it depends on a lot of things. Yeah, it, was, it, it depends it, on who's well, in the picture. What are well, they doing in the picture? Was there money behind the picture? Why are they even there taking the picture? And uh, of course, that yeah. makes sense. That's totally reasonable. But and then the, it is an interesting yeah. question. What does it take? And, and obviously, all of these little breadcrumbs um, are enough to do it, right? Like, True. And... Whether it's yeah. whether it truly was a what is the word collusion or whether it really is just being uh, duped into into seeming like it, it's it's just, to me it's just as bad. That was my takeaway. I was like, oh my god, we have somebody in the office who got duped by Russia. Like, yeah, I mean, but did he? That's what I, I guess. That's what I want to get at. We want to link everything to Trump directly, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be Trump directly. What do you mean? I mean, I, what I mean is, what if Putin, in his grand scheme, is to keep Trump in power, but to weaken the state around him so much, oh, so t- that, <laughs> totally. you know, their goal is to completely isolate the president during all of these um, meetings, however bad or not bad they are, but if they can't ever tie it to Trump, then he just constantly has his cabinet falling, and he's got... You know, hearing after hearing after hearing, um, talking about why did this guy um, get dropped out? Why is she now under investigation? Mm-hmm. Who was she talking to? Yeah, if Russia can keep us like looking in different directions, we're unable to be a united front. Right, and then I mean, if the golden shower <laughs> stuff is true, like that is fascinating. Like. Not to shame his sexual preferences. I just mean, like, the fact that they developed a honeypot so intense that they could find a gold... They have. They might potentially have a golden shower video on the President of the United States. You know what is funny about that, though? I don't give a fuck, really. Like, if he had people... Right, I don't give a fuck what he he wants to do either. But it's just like... Maybe that's because we're from San Francisco. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Go pee on people. I don't care. Whatever. But that's like... what you do on the street. That's 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 fine. <laughs> yeah. It's, fun. it's good fun here. But, yeah, seriously, I mean, it's funny because that could be diminishing, so diminishing to his uh, persona and everything to some of his supporters, <laughs> though. That, I don't think so. You don't think so? Then why not just be like, yeah, I had some people pee on me. It's all cool. Or it wasn't even him being peed on. It was someone else being peed on or something, right? Well, it's not because <laughs> that doesn't fit with his M.O. His, hem- yeah. his M.O. is just never admit anything. Yeah. Even, you know, mid-hearing. I mean, this is back to where we started. Mid-hearing, he is sounding the alarm that there is going to be no investigation. Yeah. You know, and then they double down and say, oh, yeah, 
we're still going to figure out what the wiretapping but stuff this, is. This is why we can't come together as an American people is because he's so unable to well, be a reasonable individual. I, I mean, I'm just going to push back a little bit on that. That's coming from the assumption that we ever were together. Right. There's I mean, no been, coming together. There are there are moments of more togetherness and less togetherness. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Wars. Trickle-down economics yeah. under Reagan. The Nixon era, Vietnam, Jim Crow. I mean, yeah. when was the together? Yeah. Well. The Iraq war protests. We've hated presidents less. Barack Obama just being black. I mean, yeah. there is no People togetherness. People seemed to like Bill Clinton when he was president. They impeached him. They yeah. tried to impeach the president. There was it no just, togetherness. There was no togetherness. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me this is the uh, this is the way it's gonna go. This is the way it's gone. It's yeah. not a new. We're not in a new world order. It's just it's shittier now because we can know about it in the moment. I didn't feel too shitty during Obama, but I guess that's because I agree with the man. <laughs> I guess that's what uh, Trump supporters are feeling right now. They're like. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, shit's good, even though he straight up lies. Though is the thing. Like, it's such a different scenario. It's not like they just no, have their man in the house. It just finally fits into the caricature of the constantly lying politician. If the if everybody already assumed politicians he... lied all the time anyway, and there's just a guy who you can have the head of intelligence say, "Nah, that's not true." Well, he didn't exactly say that, but yes. Right. I mean, it's just... it's. So you're saying that people are happy they finally are able to be like, our president's a liar. See, I told you all these years. And Maybe. at least if he doesn't screw my life up, I don't care. At least I, I yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's if anything, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that the ultimate liar is now the ultimate politician. Yeah. Nostrovia. It's actually pretty smooth uh, vodka, surprisingly. Yeah, I mean, I guess Russians are known for vodka, so should be good, right? Yeah, Russian standard. It's a good, decent name. Standard Russian vodka. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the American standard soon. Just it really is. Russian, Russian this, Russian that. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about it for years to come for sure. So <laughs> we were talking about, or I was kind of like at least playing with the idea that what if, what if Trump. And his team were such dupes, and Trump's not actually connected. But it's <laughs> at least the administration's getting to this point where it's like, Jesus, come on! Like it's getting a little too obvious. So you know, during the campaign, they overplayed the heavy hand toward NATO, um, and then just today, Tillerson said he's not going to attend. You know, the most important. NATO meeting. And then go to Russia a week later or something like that, right? When yeah, the he's, meeting, yeah. yeah, he's meeting, he's skipping it so that he can meet with um, Xi Jinping here. But he's skipping this meeting, which sets the agenda for the NATO summit. And traditionally, America has set the agenda. And it's, it's if anything, it's just symbolic. It's like, look, we're still all in this together. But it's like, okay, even if you don't intend to blow up the the treaty organization, you're at least signaling to Russia that you don't really give a shit about it. 
just not very helpful in terms of, yeah, world politics. Well, it's worrisome because, well, one, they annexed uh, Crimea. You know, there's still the hotbed of unrest in eastern Ukraine. If we signal to Russia that, and this may be not an alliance that we're willing to willing to put weight behind. I mean, the whole point of the alliance, it's not in any constitution, in any um, member country that we actually have to act on it. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, you know, we're on our each other's word that we're going to show up if there's an attack. So what if countries like Estonia or Latvia actually do have those insurgencies, um, annexations, or, you know, even if, what if it's an all-out attack from Russia? We're signaling to the world that we're just kind of abandoning we're, we're partnerships, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're just saying, like, yeah, don't care about these. I don't know. Why Why do you think that we this is significant? Why should every American care about this at this point? As these developments from this investigation come out, there's going to be a lot of either good information in terms of we weren't uh, co-opted by a foreign government and our democracy is now in question, or there is going to be bad information, which is the exact opposite that, yes, this is a hostile takeover uh, with explicit um, intent by both a campaign and a foreign power. So, yeah, it's definitely worth caring about then, I guess. Um, I know that both of us are going to really be paying attention to this particular topic as it comes out over the following weeks, months, years to come. And um, I hope that you and your friends and your family continue to as well. Um, Be sure to check our Facebook page and look out for any kind of updates on Twitter about this. We'll, we'll keep you up to date. What's the Facebook page? Paired with politics on Facebook and paired with politics on Twitter. What's the, and what's the website? Pairedwithpolitics.com. Definitely come check out our um, website actually, because we do a little extra on there. We put show notes and we also put the ratings for all the alcohol that we um, protect, like test each week. So uh, Nick, tell us what our rating was for Russian Standard. Uh, this week we're giving Russian Standard one out of one potato. Awesome. <laughs> all right. So thanks for listening to us this week and uh, check back next week. All right. Bye.